Hi, I'm Shannon the Garden Girl from Georgina Garden Center. Welcome to our podcast. I am here with the lovely Katie. Oh, hello. Hello. Very lovely. <laughs> it's a lovely day today, isn't it? It is. Yes. It's a little chilly today. A little bit. So for our tea today, mm-hmm. we picked something with a little spice so we could warm up a little yes. bit. Yes. So it's, it's a English tea shop, mm-hmm. which is that brand you always see at Winners. Is it? Yeah. I've always seen them and wonder, hmm, I wonder if I should buy this. Well, I looked it up and it's a pretty legit brand. Okay. So, and I love the packaging. It's also organic. Nice. So, and they're hand-picked. Of course, you have to have hand-picked tea. Mm -hmm. So, this is a spicy black chai. Hmm. And it's described as spicy, warming, and exotic. Just exactly how we're feeling. Mm -hmm. Our black tai chi... Teach <laughs> no. Our black tea chai yeah. packs a flavor punch with over ten Asian herbs and spices. So um, I'm into it. I'm not a enormous fan of chai. I can totally pass on chai. So mm-hmm. I've never had this one before. It's you be haven't too had hot. an introductory sip yet. Mm-mm. All right. We've been steeping it. It's very fragrant. It is. It's very chai smelling. I like a chai with with, with I need, a I need colder tea. Oh, <laughs> it burnt my mouth. Third degree burns in her mouth. I was just about to say though, I'd find a chai works really well with like a coconut milk or a milk or almond milk, mm. any kind of like creamy base in it. But then, see, I couldn't drink the tea. I can't have anything in my tea. You like your tea just well. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I'm one of those people. Mm-hmm. Well, I like this tea. It's nice. I think it's exactly what we need on this cold day. So far, not chai enough probably might not steep enough mm-hmm. so far so good but well, i'll keep drinking it through while we talk well it's we'll see yeah let me tell you we got a question oh good we have been taking your questions through our facebook page so search us at georgina garden center yes uh and we've also been getting them in the instagram dms oh good georgina underscore yes. garden underscore center I'm getting better every time I say that. <laughs> it's a mouthful. Uh-huh. Yes. So we got a question via our Facebook page mm-hmm. from, well, it's signed, so you're going to hear who it's from. Okay. So, of course, let me read you the question. Okay. Expert Shannon. Mm-hmm. Do you have any advice for growing herbs indoors, specifically for a small two-bedroom apartment with a sunroom? We would like to proceed, but do not have a green thumb. Thanks heaps. Woodman and Dan. That's who it's from. Very nice. Sounds like a good band. It does. I'd listen to them. I'm glad Woodman and Dan listen to us. <laughs> that's very nice. Uh huh. So that's a pretty good question. So okay, let's talk herbs. Okay. Now a lot of people always ask what herbs to grow inside. Um, few pointers first. I, if you've noticed and you've listened to all my podcasts, I sometimes unfortunately start with negative things first, but that's just me. I sometimes the bearer of bad news. But there's always hope and there's always more. But I always want to start with those things so you remember those things first. Okay. So my first comment is herbs aren't going to live forever inside. And they're hard to keep over the winter because it's rest time for most plants. So if you do have them over the winter, they might not look as prime as they would in the summer. But that is why. Again, not something necessarily you've done wrong with the plant. It's just the cycle of plants. So... Sorry for starting with the negative things all <laughs> the time. Start with cold. Yes. So, but you can 100% do it. And it's good that they have a sunroom. And south facing is best for indoor stuff. 
Um, sunrooms are fantastic. Who, like, that's fabulous. And if you can sit in there and it's warm, because sun, some sunrooms are sunny in the winter, but not insulated, so it's still cool. So hopefully it's warm in there for it. So for herbs inside, you can grow. Not all will grow nicely inside. So I looked up a list of easier plants to grow, easier herbs to grow inside. So it includes lemongrass, which I've heard from many people, the dogs and cats like lemongrass. So if you're going to, it just tastes good. So if you're going to have it, just be aware of that, that they could munch on it, maybe give them some or keep it up somewhere where That's they can't really get to. That's a really tall plant, isn't it? It is a very tall plant. It and can get very tall. And it's really hardy. Yes. It's almost like bamboo wood texture. Yes. Like it's... Yeah. Nice to cook I with. Love, nice to have in teas. It's so nice in Thai yes. food. Yeah. Uh, the mm. next one is chives, which everyone loves. Mint. Only- the only herb I can grow successfully inside nice. and out. See, it's easy to grow. Chive, yes. wildfire. Yes. Is it? Is it like a weed? It grows so well. It's just so easy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so mint, parsley, Vietnamese coriander. Not all coriander. Vietnamese is easier inside. How do you know the difference? The tag will say. Oh, handy. Yeah. <laughs> um, oregano, thyme, rosemary, basil. Those are. About nine, I think I listed there, that are easy to grow inside. Again, not the only ones, just easier to grow inside. Okay? So, and when you're buying stuff, make sure, or buying herbs, make sure that they're um, not overgrown already. Because some herbs only last so long in a container or two before they have to be repotted or anything like that. So, make sure they're nice and healthy. Um, You want to plant them in a container that if you can do it in a clay container even better because you want the uh breathable roots oh i had no idea the point of a clay container that's why clay is really good for herbs for a lot of plants but you want that kind of air flow yes exactly the plant to water it more often if it's in a clay container nope not necessarily okay herbs now you mentioned water herbs like to be watered from the bottom so if you can put them in a saucer and let it soak it up they don't like the plant and the stems to be wet or sit in water anything like that so especially indoors if you have your herb suck the water up okay because that's i think maybe where i'm going wrong like i will i'm the sucker for cruising around the produce aisle and seeing those like organic basil plants or my favorite of all time spices coriander Mm cilantro i think it's great and i want to put it and i'm on the other side that can't stand the stuff (gasps) do you know that's genetic yeah it's either love it or hate it yep yep i'm the i taste the soap don't like it i taste it's just so fresh Mm. and it's such a Hmm, interesting. But, yeah. but lucky for you, you don't have to try and grow it. Because yes. I find coriander or cilantro... Same thing. ...the hardest mm-hmm. to keep alive. I can't figure out if it wants water or doesn't want water. Well, all I know now is that it wants to be <laughs> watered from the bottom up. Yes, and you want the Vietnamese inside. Okay. If I'm saying that right. Okay, I'll keep yes. an eye out for that. Um, when So, container, lots of drainage in it. But have a sauce that you can put underneath so it can suck up the water. Mm-hmm. Clay's preferred. You can do it in any pot, but clay's the best one to have it in. Um, the next thing is use high quality organic potting soil. Uh, you don't want to use outdoor soil, any garden soil. You never use that in pots, anyways, especially indoors. And always make sure your potting soil has a good amount of vermiculite and perlite in it, which are those little white and gold specks you see in the soil. Oh. That just adds airspace and uh, vermiculite will hold the water as well. So it kind of releases it as it needs it. It's just something you have to have in potting soil. I had no idea what those little white dots yes. were. Well, little maybe make that another podcast and talk about <laughs> what's in soil. 
What is, what's in your soil? Yeah, what's in your soil? Um, and then also when you use indoor potting or the indoor soil, you're sucking it up from the bottom, it just doesn't hold a lot of water. It holds the right amount of water for these things. Um, you can also, when you're growing them, only grow what you're going to eat. If you just like the look of a plant, that's perfectly fine. If you like the look of, or the smell, like if you like the smell of rosemary, but you're not going to cook with it, by all means have it in the house just so you can smell it, things like that. But grow what you're going to eat. And at what what rate could you be eating or trimming that plant without it interfering with its life? Depends how old the plant is. So a little tiny plant, you're not going to get much off of it. Um, but if you're going to be using one more often, either have multiple plants of it or fertilize it more often, you can use a Edible? organic fertilizer. Oh, okay. There's some uh, fish-based fertilizers, things like that, or um, hen manure-based fertilizers. Um, some of them don't smell at all. So, you know, you think fish, oh my gosh, I don't want my house to smell like or fish. Or if you've ever been near a chicken. Yes, exactly. But it's just <laughs> kind of based, so it doesn't have that really stinky smell. But yeah, use a fertilizer um, Especially if you're going to be, well, you should use a fertilizer anyways, because all plants need fertilizer just as we need food. So does the plant. But if you're going to be, like, say you're big on basil, basil, however you want to say it, maybe you want a couple of the plants just so you're always not taking off of one. But yeah, you kind of have to let your plant get a little bit bigger before you start taking a lot off it. Because if you see the little ones from the grocery store, you could probably do a meal or two off of it. But you can't, like, use it every night. And then you have to wait, like, a month before you can actually have that same amount again. Yes. But, again, fertilizer will help with that. Oh, okay. And how much light it's getting. So if you have a nice, bright kitchen windowsill, it's always cute to put them, line them up along there or whatever. But just a bright window. And would... I guess people aren't that hardcore about their herbs to get, like, a light. Depends. Some some are, some aren't. But again, something if you have one for your vegetables and stuff, stick some herbs under there too and see. A lot of people don't like the lights because they're not fashionable. Like you want... You they know, you are want, popular right now. They though. are very popular, but... And they are coming out with a lot better looking ones. Um, Wonder why. But a lot of people want... <laughs> a lot of people want to see what you see in the magazine. Like it's sitting in the windowsill in those cute little white pots. Or like and they're Pinterest, perfect. the wall hanging. Yes. Mason jar And that DIYs. works... But again, it's not going to last like that forever. It's not yeah. going to look like that forever. So if you're having company over, having something or, you know, just want to brighten your day because we've had a crappy winter, then by all means. But just so you know, it's not going to last. And make sure there's drainage because a lot of those cute pots don't have drainage. Oh, what an yes. eye. So I look at those and I'm like, oh, that's so amazing. Like mm-hmm. that. And you're looking at it going, ain't going to live very long. Well, I <laughs> See, again, I'm negative, right? But no, it it will. It's just, it's not going to last forever. Mm-hmm. And remember, magazines for the plants, it's just like magazines with humans in it. They're photoshopped. Totally. Magazines wow. with the plants and gardens and the home stuff, it's photoshopped. It's given me a complex. I know. I think I yeah. have the worst gardening skills, but that damn Photoshop. Yes. But again, you <laughs> don't have... a campaign? Yes. <laughs> you don't have, like, the worst gardening... Again, remember, like, the first podcast I said... If you fail in gardening, you just, unfortunately, because they're living things, something will happen. Something happens, whether it's you that does something, forgets to water it. You went away for a weekend or something, or, you know, something's going to happen. And again, not trying to be negative. It's just, it happens. But if you know, if you're aware of these things, that's why I always try to point them out. If you're aware of it, it just makes gardening a little bit easier. You're not so stressed about it that you made a mistake that something happened to it. 
that kind of, I find, just helps people in the long run. Hmm. I think that's a pretty good answer for okay. Woodman and Dan. Okay, hopefully they... If he needs any more or they need any yeah. more information, they can just comment yeah, on for the sure. podcast comment again. help you out. And if you guys want ever clarity on something we're talking about, feel free to comment. And 100%. We're, we love talking about this stuff, so... Mm-hmm. I mean, Shannon will give you all the answers you need. And I can give you some positive comments, too. <laughs> we'll, we'll be working on Shannon's positivity yes. moving forward. Uh, one of the things that I like to grow in my garden, or I like to buy the plants and then try and make them last in a planter, only because I love spice, mm-hmm. is hot peppers. Like, yes. I, every meal that I eat... I put hot sauce on it. Mm-hmm. Like breakfast, those eggs have hot sauce. Lunch, I'll put hot sauce on a salad. Yes. It's a it's an addiction. So, of course, I love growing hot peppers and then I make it into my own like dried chili flakes yeah. or throw it in a sauce. I freeze them and then my again, I always talk about how much my dad loves gardening. Um he he likes to grow like whatever is coming out that year that's mm-hmm. hot and it just seems like they're getting hotter. They are. They're getting hotter and hotter and in two ways. Hotter as in heat hot and hotter as in more popular. Yeah. People just love hot peppers. Yeah. Yeah. And I and went like I, I went to a garden center a couple years ago before I was coming to GGC and this garden center had like chocolate flavored mm-hmm. hot yep. pepper. Like they seem like We have them too. Hot, yeah, these hybrid yep. crazy and you know, this year I think I you challenged me to buy Shannon, yes. okay, so full disclosure, I'm Shannon's guinea pig and so she had me buy this <laughs> Absolute. I think I, I think you bought the Reaper. I made you buy yeah. the hottest. It is hottest for Guinness Book of World Records. That's what it's called. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's the hottest pepper. Yeah, I grew the Reaper. Mm-hmm. I <laughs> didn't get to How eat it. How did that go? I didn't get to eat it. Did you grow it? I did grow it. Did it live? No. Oh, okay. Um, so <laughs> we need to learn a little longer, more about the care. But again, it could have, if it was a wet summer... I had it in my mushroom, so, yes. sunroom, so just like Woodman and Dan, I have a sunroom, mm-hmm. which I thought was like a guaranteed this plant will survive in this sunroom, but what I don't realize is that a sunroom also magnifies the sun. There's no breeze in there, so yeah. I think I cooked it. Could have. It dried. Could have. See, it might not have been your fault. It might not just be you that kills your plants. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, two things I want to know about hot peppers. Mm-hmm. How do you measure the heat of a pepper? Okay, it's called the Scoville unit, mm-hmm. and there's a scale, and I've pulled it up on the computer here so yeah, I can see read like, it. Like 1 million or 10,000 yes. or some yeah. dramatic number written on either a hot pepper bottle or even on the plants that I'm buying from you. Right. What does that mean? So it's just a scale they've used to rate the heat mm-hmm. to be non-technical the heat in the pepper. So on this one I have here, um, pe- like pepper spray that the police use is 5,300,000 Scoville units. Okay. The Carolina Reaper, which is the hottest official hottest pepper is 2.2 million. Okay. So almost. Like it's, it's nice. hot. Yeah. It's hot. And you wanted me to eat that. Yes, I did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not going to eat it, but okay. I would get so you to I'll eat it. So I'll be keeping that in mind when I select next yes. week's tea. Right. Okay. okay, perfect. <laughs> and there's lots of other hot peppers. Um, okay, so I, 
for me, the perfect mm-hmm. spice is somewhere between jalapeno and habanero. Okay, so, so I have that on there? here. So habanero is I've seen anywhere from now. This is a this one's a broad, uh, very, very very broad scale here. I'm looking at because I thought it was more. So I'm just going to refer back. Okay, so habanero can go anywhere from two hundred thousand, which is when you think of. The Carolina Reaper being 2.2 million, mm-hmm. 200,000 is like nothing, but it's still very hot, right? Mm-hmm. So habanero can be anywhere from 200,000 to 500,000, okay. depending on the variety you pick. And then that, what is that in comparison to jalapeno? Because I think jalapenos um, are not as spicy. No, and a lot of things are based on jalapeno because that's a, what a lot of people are used to. Jalapeno's 5,000. Oh. Yeah. What a jump. Yes. Habanero is 10 times a jalapeno. Yes. And you, like Hungarian wax, 15,000, a cayenne, 50,000, 50, chili, and I guess it depends on what kind of chili you're getting. There's a whole bunch of different ones, but 100,000. So I personally have worked myself up past a jalapeno, and I'm very proud of myself, because I could never do hot stuff before, but I've always wanted to. And I don't ever want to get to, like, Carolina Reaper hot, but why not enjoy a little bit of heat? It's interesting how you can build a tolerance, too. Yes, and peppers are really good. Like they have vitamin A, B6, vitamin E, vitamin C. There's a lot of stuff. And it's neat too with the different types of peppers that some of them say they're slightly fruity. If you can get past, if you can get past mm-hmm. the heat in it. Um, they're slightly fruity. Some have um, like a chocolate tint to them. Like especially those ones that are brown. They're called chocolate ones. Like yeah. there's... Um, I'm going to butcher some of these names. I'm going to pick one I can say. Chocolate Trinidad Scorpion. They say there's like a hint of cocoa or hint of mm-hmm. chocolate in it. Some of them... Um, like have a pepper... Like for me, the habanero has like a peppery mm-hmm. sort of sharpness to it. Yep. And then the jalapeno has more of like a like a sweet pepper yes. base. And again, some of them, I don't have them all listed in front of me. I do have a list of ones that we have ordered this year so I can let everyone know. Um, but there are some, like I said, some have like a fruit sweet taste to it. Mm-hmm. Some have just that fiery taste, but they said, and when you read through it, it says sometimes you just can't get past the heat. So you can't taste those other things, but maybe some people can, if you're used to it, maybe you, yeah. some people do taste that. A connoisseur of heat. Ex- exactly. Yeah. And we do have some come in. There's some people, and I always, when I see people in the hot pepper aisle at work and at the garden center and they're looking through I'm like can you actually like I'm I'm interested in this that I'm like can you actually They're like oh yeah I I always ask them what they put them in and how do they eat it like do they eat it dried or fresh and everything like that and then there's contests between husband and wife sometimes of who can eat what or cha- she's just challenging him to eat it but it's all it's entertaining right like it yeah. is fun it's and, cool I like to experience food and yeah it's kind of interesting and I also heard that spice is a bit of an aphrodisiac Oh, really? It becomes a bit of an addiction. I think there's something about it that when you eat spice, the way that your body cools yourself, your mechanism, there's like a high associated to it almost. Mm -hmm. So I'm a junkie. There you go. (laughs) Help. So so we are getting the Reaper again this year. And all of these types, we do get like a limited amount. So as soon as we get them in, we'll post, come in if you want specific ones. So we're getting the Reaper. We're getting some of the Trinidad Scorpions. Um... Big Mamas, we're getting oh, Caribbean Red Habanero. I actually had a Big Mama and I made sauce, mm-hmm. like in uh, tomato sauce, mm-hmm. like Italian kind of type yep. sauce. Big Mama's good. Yeah. So we get a lot of them, Scotch Bonalos, and we get the jalapeno, the regular, like for all the 
other people that just want a little bit of spice in your life but not burn. Yeah. We have we have so many different the types. The level-headed spice enjoyers. Yes, exactly. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's cool. Well, I'm excited. Yeah. Let's I might try something bigger than a jalapeno well, this year. Well, let's up your let's up yeah. your and I'll here. report in. I'll film her. I'll film her so that we can all watch Shannon yes. eat that hot pepper. Yes. All right. Well, thanks for tuning in, and don't forget to follow us uh, on Instagram at Georgina underscore Garden Center. Oh, sorry, but I messed that up. Georgina underscore Garden underscore Center, yep. and then Facebook. Just search Georgina Garden Center, or it is actually www.facebook.com slash Georgina Garden Center. Mm-hmm. No spaces. And don't forget to rate and subscribe to our podcast on whatever channel that you are listening Mm -hmm. to us from. And thanks for tuning in. Thanks, everybody.